You know, this past episode of the Book of Boba Fett got me really excited uh, because we almost had it happen. It almost happened. Star Wars is cool, right? I think we can all agree Star Wars is pretty cool. The Book of Boba Fett is pretty cool. But just imagine how much cooler it would be if everybody was a lizard. And we got a lizard in this episode, and unfortunately, there was not a mass um, transformation uh, that turned everybody into lizards. I'm just as disappointed as you are. Uh, I know we all wanted to see that. That's the direction we all want Star Wars to go. Um, and it just didn't happen. So Book of Boba Fett, uh, chapter two, zero out of 10, uh, because nobody turned into a lizard. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, what What is going on? Welcome back to another episode of Back to Jakku. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a little sick. Uh, recording this episode so if I if my voice sounds a little bit off that's that's why uh you know hopefully it's not COVID because COVID's kind of going around like crazy right now but I've just been a little congested lately and uh been feeling kind of lightheaded all day today so that um probably isn't great but uh maybe I should get COVID tested I don't know hopefully it's not anyway uh Book of Boba Fett chapter two is out hopefully you guys enjoyed that little intro uh, if you listened to last week's Boba Fett podcast episode, I said that I would uh, I would work on my bits to open each episode with, uh, and hopefully that bit uh, satisfies you and lives up to your uh, your standards for for Kev's uh, podcast bits. Uh, so hopefully hopefully that was uh, enjoyable. I think it was pretty good. I had another one in mind, the first one that came to mind, but I'll talk about that a little bit later in this episode. Um, but but I uh, hopefully we started this episode out good. So, uh, with that being said, let's get into it. Uh, for those of you who might be uh, tuning into this series for the first time, welcome. This is just where I do a quick little uh, recap and just give my thoughts on each episode of the Book of Boba Fett as they come out. Uh, because, you know, I've been a Boba Fett fanboy my entire life, and I can't just keep my thoughts to myself. So I need to have an outlet to just ramble on about the show. And Back to Jakku is my outlet. Um, so with that being said, let's get right into it. I really like this episode chapter two of book of boba fett and i i've seen it twice i watched it the first thing uh in the morning when i woke up was gonna stay up till three in the morning last night to watch it but i took some nyquil and that just knocked me out so unfortunately i did not make it up till 3 a.m to watch the episode uh when it released but i did watch it this morning um and i thought it was good on my first watch i really liked it on my first watch but then when i rewatched it again a second time a little later on in the day I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, the runtime, it was a long episode, and I appreciate that a lot. I, I hope that more episodes are this length, because um, the first episode did feel really short. Um, so it was good to have like a fully like 40-ish minute episode or whatever it was. Excuse me. Um, so runtime was very happy with that. Uh, so we start out with um, Fennec bringing the prisoner of... of the uh the night watch i believe is what the, what their name was um and you know it just it kind of plays out i guess the way you think it would play out uh, i loved how they drop him into the rancor pit and um he's panicking because he thinks he's about to get eaten by a rancor so he so he spills the beans uh it turns out there's no rancor uh in there i thought for a second for a split second as that rancor door was gonna open i'm like what if we see um Oh, what was the Rancor's name from the Bad Batch? Moochie? I think it was Moochie. Uh, what if we say a, a grown-up Moochie uh, living in Jabba's palace or Boba's palace, I guess, now? 
Um, but there was no rancor. It was just a prank, bro. Uh, <laughs> so they bring him to the mayor office. Um, and the guy working the front desk at the mayor's office looks like the most like indie rock like band dude ever like i imagine him playing like some super small club shows just jamming out with his fender telecaster playing some indie music like you could not tell me that that dude does not look like he plays indie music um just the long hair and the mustache like he fits the bill for that look um so they go to the mayor who's the ithorian uh who sounds kind of like pedro pascal and i think we all kind of thought that Din would show up in some capacity because um, it, it did si- kind of sound like him, but uh, that's not the case, obviously. Uh, so the, the Night Watch dude or whatever gets shot, and then um, they tell him to go to the sanctuary, the, the cantina place. So they go there, and they meet with the lady who runs that place, and she's all tense and everything. And it's because the huts are back in town, the, the, the twins uh cousins of Jabba came to kind of reclaim what was theirs but obviously Boba Fett's in town and he's not gonna have any of that so they pull up on their on their litter with uh you know being carried around uh and so there's a confrontation and then the oh my gosh I don't know the Wookiee's name Kranz Kran something it's from the comics I didn't know who he was until this morning um but man what a what a beast that dude is so intimidating, so scary. I would not want to mess with him. Apparently, uh, he's pretty uh, serious. And he, apparently, he's like fought Obi-Wan or something and lived lived to tell the tale. Um, so that that that's one scary-looking Wookiee that you would not want to get on the bad side of. Um, so then they go back to uh, the palace. Uh, you know, this, this kind of tension with the huts is going to be resolved at a later time and uh, we cut back to another flashback and then that's how the rest of the episode goes of Bobo with the Tuscans which was by far my favorite part of the episode um seeing kind of how he he lives and coexists with the Tuscan Raiders is is really cool and really fascinating and seeing how uh the Tuscans have things to teach Boba like they teach him how to fight with a gaffy stick and they teach him how to make a gaffy stick at the end of the episode um probably should have said spoilers but you guys you guys know um and it was just really cool to see how boba was learning from the tuscan raiders but then also boba was teaching things to the tuscan raiders so it's kind of like a a a mutual um relationship between them because boba has things to offer to them uh with you know uh training and and learning these new skills like how to ride a, a speeder bike but then again, the Tuscans have things to teach him, like how to fight with a gaffy stick and, and kind of how to live in the Tuscan culture, which is really cool to see. And just the whole fleshing out the Tuscan Raiders as like people and as like um, like actual characters is super cool because we got a little bit of that in The Mandalorian, um, but we're really getting into that now in the Book of Boba Fett. And it's so awesome to see because before, you know, Mando, the Tuscans, all we've known of the Tuscans is they're just Tuscan Raiders. They're just these the sand people that live on Tatooine that you don't want to mess with and that are dangerous and stuff. But now we're we're really fleshing them out and we're really seeing how they operate and, you know, what their worldview is um, and everything and how there's different tribes of Tuscan Raiders with different ideologies who, who operate different ways because the tribe that Boba's with stays hidden and they don't really 
reveal themselves but then there's other tribes of tuscan raiders that have to kill to survive and it's really interesting to see the the dynamic and just how the tuscan raider culture is um just so cool so cool to see i'm super glad that the show is really diving into something like that um and it's really kind of fleshing out just the world of star wars and that's something i think this show is doing a really good job of is it's very story driven and very world um buildy and i we're only in episode two so i'm sure there's plenty more to come um and it's just oh it's just so good it's just so good and the critics the people who are complaining about this show have absolutely no idea what they're talking about um i just don't see how you could criticize this show um, it's just, it's really kind of, um, nuanced, I think. And it, it's, it's, it's got a lot to say and a lot to tell in, in a way that's very captivating and very fun. This is a fun show. This last episode, this, this episode two, oh my gosh, what fun Star Wars. Um, it was just so, so good. The train action heist, like that was awesome to see. Just everything in this episode was awesome to see, and I'm just, oh my gosh, I love this show. I love this show. I love it so much. Uh, but the bit that I was going to start the episode out with is when Boba was teaching the Tuscans how to ride the speeder bikes. Uh, not this past summer, but the summer before, I learned how to ride a motorcycle, and I went to this thing called an MSF uh, training class, which MF MSF stands for Motorcycle Safety Foundation. Um I think I have the book, the MSF like guide next to me somewhere. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Oh yeah, I do. Yep. This is it. Motorcycle, uh, safety foundation, basic rider course. Uh, that's what I did. And I was going to say at the beginning of the episode, something along the lines of, you know, I enjoyed my time at my MSF's basic rider course, you know, training class. But I would have enjoyed it a lot more if Boba Fett was my was my rider coach, um, <laughs> I because that was my first thought when I was watching was watching uh, that little montage of of them training on the speeder bikes was this looks an awful lot like what my motorcycle safety class looked like like how he's kind of guiding everybody on the bikes and he, you know he gets on the bike first to show him like okay here's how you go and here's how you stop. And because obviously that's what happened at like an actual motorcycle class is the instructor will get on the bike and be like, okay, here's the throttle. Here's the clutch. This is the, the, the gear switch thing. And then here's the brake and, you know, kind of going over all the parts of the bike. And I'm like, this is, this is an MSF class in star Wars. This is an MSF basic rider course in star Wars. And I love that. I love that. I love that so much. Oh, that just brought a big smile on my face. <laughs> oh, just so good to see. And then the heist, train heist did not disappoint with the pikes. Cool to see live action pikes again. Um, very cool. We're getting a lot of really neat alien species in, in this show, which is just, again, cool to see. But you know what would make it cooler? If they were all wizards. I'm just saying. Um, so then, you know, after they complete the train heist, they uh, uh, let all the pikes go. Um, they spare their lives and Boba kind of has that speech with the leader and it's again showing his his honor and showing his new kind of uh, way of, of respect and being like hey we're going to do things my way and my way you know is a little more civilized um, than what you might think but don't mess with me because I can still you know mess you up uh, and it's just Boba's honor code and just his his moral um, 
just the way he is is super cool to see and i'm really glad that we're exploring that in this show um just uh, it's so awesome it's so awesome i i just love it i love everything about this show can you guys tell probably um so then they go back uh to the tuscan camp and uh, <laughs> we get the lizard uh so <laughs> I think I, I um, it's hard to pick a favorite part of this episode, whether it be the rider course part or uh, when they gift Boba the lizard. And uh, first of all, he he's very confused on why he's give, being given a gift again, because, you know, I don't think he expects much from the Tuscans. I think he's just grateful that they they're kind of taking him on, um, even though they had him prisoner for a little bit. But I don't think he cares anymore. Um, so they give him this lizard and he goes, a lizard. Thank you. I will let it guide me. <laughs> oh my gosh! And it was, oh, it was great. It was great. And then the, they throw some spice in his face, and the lizard crawls up his nose. Um, if you would have told me in my lifetime I'd see a, a a lizard go up the nostril of Boba Fett, I don't think I would ever believe you. But it happened. It's something I've seen with my own two eyes: uh, a lizard entering the nostrils of uh, my favorite bounty hunter. So. That was cool. So then he goes on this total spice stream uh, and gets, uh, like, swallowed up by this tree, but he's seeing it as, like, the Sarlacc, and you get to see more of the Return of the uh, Jedi armor, which I love. And then you see a young Daniel Logan, a young Boba Fett, in a flashback on Kamino watching the Slave One take off. Oh, so good. So good. But then he comes back with uh, the stick that he's going to make his gaffy stick out of. And I thought that was really cool uh that reminded me of the gathering from the clone wars kind of how the young jedi have to go into the ice cave to find their kyber crystal i guess excuse me i guess this was the tuscan raiders kind of way of of finding the right branch to make their own gaffy sticks out of which was cool uh and then you see um you know the construction of his gaffy stick and then he's got his gaffy stick and then they're gathered around the campfire and they do that little um ritual i guess you would call it with with all of them and their gaffy sticks and then that's how the episode ends uh and it was so good this episode was so good it's just it's what i really just kind of want from star wars at the moment it's just fun but at the same time it's really kind of focused and it's it's very story driven and it's got a lot of heart i think um it's showing that even like our preconceived notions of like tuscan raiders and stuff it's it's like well we don't know everything right and, and it's really showing honor too with Boba Fett and and the Tuscans and being and respect. Respect is another uh, huge theme of this show. Obviously, that's like the tagline: "Is Jabba ruled with fear? I intend to rule with respect." And we see that respect with Boba, basically, in every interaction that he has with with everybody in the show, um, even in the present day with all you know the the people in in Mos Espa. Uh, but we really see that respect with the Tuscans and kind of how he's willing to learn from them and he's also willing to teach them. Uh, and it's kind of this mutual uh, beneficial relationship between them. And it's just awesome. It's just so cool to see. Um, I will say one thing, but now that I've kind of talked about it for a little bit, I don't know if I truly mean this anymore. But I I guess I'm not a huge fan of... Um, Oh, I don't know. Here's how I'm going to phrase this. I hope we focus uh, less on flashbacks going forward. Um, because I... Now, I'm going to backtrack on this in a second. But this is like before I started recording. This is what I was going to say. 
I hope we focus less on flashbacks moving forward because I'm more interested in the present day storyline. Uh, and I, and yeah, I, I think there's a lot of potential there and I really want to see what happens there rather than spending all of the time in the flashbacks. But then again, now, after I've been talking about it and kind of thinking about it, it Boba Fett's past is not... Um, uh, how do I want to phrase this? Sorry, talking is hard sometimes. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just get... Uh, a little lost uh, on your words, and that's where I am right now. Boba Fett's past is um, just as important, if not more important, um, kind of than his future and like than his current day. I'm not making any sense right now, but basically, what I'm saying is, it's really important to understand the events that Boba Fett went through to get him to the point where he is now. And I think seeing this relationship with the Tuscans is is super important and super necessary for the story so i'm not going to complain about um how much time we spend in the flashbacks um but i will be interested to see how much they rely on flashbacks going forward um because i do think there's this um a good present day story to be told but other than that i really have no criticisms with this show it's it's what i want from star wars it's boba fett uh, and i don't think there's anything this show can do to disappoint me the music in this show, so good. Ludwig, Ludwig G, can't pronounce his last name. He doesn't miss. Banger after banger. The Book of Boba Fett theme, top tier. Top tier. Undoubtedly, I think. Um, but yeah, I think that's all my thoughts on this episode. I don't think I missed anything. We're already at 17 minutes on the recording here. That was way longer than I thought I was going to go. I'm going to try and keep these under 10 minutes from now on, but we'll see if that happens. Oh, Oh, uh, yeah. I also didn't think of my closing hashtag. But anyway, we'll, we'll make that up on the spot. So I think that's going to do it. Uh, I love Chapter 2 of the Book of Boba Fett. I love the show, and I'm so excited to see where we go from here. Uh, so what do you guys think of the episode? Let me know in the comments down below uh, on YouTube. And also, if you're on YouTube and you made it this far in the episode, um, the, the closing hashtag for this one is going to be uh, hashtag... Um, uh, oh, it's got to be something about lizards, right? It has to be something about lizards. I think that's what I'm going to make the thumbnail is is something with a lizard. Um, hashtag uh, lizards are cool. Yeah, that will work. Hashtag lizards are cool uh, down below in the YouTube comments if you made it this far. Um, but that's going to do it for this week's episode of my Boba Recap. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.